0: go and make disciples of all nations this is our mission what's up it's joe melendres and welcome to the mission driven podcast this podcast is designed to assist you in discovering and living God's mission for your life. This is episode six, and Jesus is in the mix. And our theme today is the power of encounter. Well, I'm fresh off leading a two-day retreat with 65 eighth graders in Sierra Madre, California. This retreat was part of my newly launched Chosen Tour. And man, it was a great retreat. These eighth graders had so much energy and they were so eager to participate in all the retreat activities. I loved it. So praying for you guys at Mayfield, thanks so much for an incredible retreat. One of the moderators on retreat asked me, so when you're done leading a retreat, are you just wiped? I said to her, nah, you know, I'm good. I try to pace myself with my energy throughout the retreat and I think I've built endurance over the years to my retreat ministry lifestyle. But for real, y'all, when I got home, I was tired. So even in my fatigue, I do know this. The Lord will renew my strength. It says in Isaiah forty thirty one, But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. So maybe you're tired right now. Maybe you've been working hard. Well, I recommend you hope in the Lord. He's got you. In fact, there was a moment on retreat when I felt my energy decreasing quite a bit. And I prayed and then boom, the Holy Spirit straight up was pumping through me. I was super hyped in my evening talk and I was thinking to myself, wasn't I just tired? And then I thought, oh, right jesus jesus showed up and the holy spirit kicked in praise the lord okay we're gonna kick it today with an awesome guest but before we do that i want to share with you the mission tip hopefully this will give you fuel for your mission today's mission tip is brought to you by holy fire holy fire is a national catholic one day faith experience for middle school youth developed in collaboration with the host diocese and nearby regions. Its mission is to ignite the hearts of young people with the love of Christ and to inspire them to live as disciples of Jesus Christ in the world. Talk about the power of encounter. Feel free to learn more about Holy Fire at nfcym.org forward slash Holy Fire. I'll be performing at the upcoming Holy Fire events in Chicago, Bowling Green, Ohio, Brownsville, Texas, and New York. So today's mission tip is remember who you are. Remember who you are. I've been watching a lot of The Lion King with my two-year-old daughter, Antoinette, and there's a powerful moment in the movie when Simba was lied to by his uncle Scar. He was totally thrown off course. He forgot who he was called to be, the king of Pride Rock. And he has this encounter with the spirit of his dad, Mufasa. Hopefully you've seen this movie, but Mufasa basically tells him, you're more than what you've become. You must rise to the occasion and take your place as king. He then repeats to Simba, Remember who you are. Man, so many times we forget. We forget who we are. We are God's children. We have
1: value and worth that cannot be taken away. We forget we're God's prized possession. God has called us, He has chosen us, He has created us. In fact, our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit.
0: We forget to have confidence in Christ. We forget we can do all things through Christ. But today, I want to encourage you to remember who you are. You are the light of the world. God has a unique plan and purpose for your life. So it's time to step into your God-given potential. Can I get an amen? So today's mission tip, inspired by the Lion King, remember who you are. All right, come on. I'm fired up for episode six. Next up, we have word of the day with style Dantes, plus a mission driven interview with one of the most talented artists I've ever met in my life. He goes by the name of Rue. He will also be joining us for break it down. He's going to share about a new song he released. Plus, we're going to talk about a song that we made together. You don't want to miss it. Okay, no time to delay. Mission Driven Podcast, let's go. All right, Mission Driven Podcast, we back in the mix for Word of the Day with special guest, Style Dantes. Welcome back, bro, thanks for
2: coming. Thanks for having me again, Joe, I appreciate it.
0: Uh, It was so great having you last episode talking about gig fest and God is good and want to want to keep you on the show bro this is a lot of fun so we're gonna be talking today about the power of encounter and uh that that's a big deal
2: absolutely it's really based it's what our whole faith is based off of off of that one moment for 12 guys who were just camping with one person yeah that's... that that encounter lasted and went beyond that small 3 year span and look at where we are 2000 years later.
0: Exactly, like that yeah, exactly. So it started so small, 12 guys and 2000 years, 2000 plus years later still going strong. Wild, amazing stuff. So today uh in discerning what passage to pull from, I just love the story of of Paul and his conversion and this moment that he had with the Lord and for those that don't know paul he was a christian killer he literally was going around murdering people um, that were part of the way or that was known as early jesus followers and so we're about to read from acts 9 3 through 6 and paul's on his way to damascus um, to actually find other other christians and kill them and then this is this is what happens so style do you mind reading for us absolutely
2: acts 9 3-6. As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you? Saul asked. I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting, he replied. Now get up and go into the city, and you will be told what to do. Man, the
0: Wow, can you imagine? It's just, it's so short. He, his He literally just had a few moments, you know? Jesus didn't have a Absolutely. long conversation. That's so powerful, I love it. So we're gonna be breaking this down with the SOAP method, which stands for scripture, observation, application, and prayer. We're gonna be sharing our observations, applications, and prayer, and kind of what what struck us in, in scripture. And man, I wrote a lot of stuff down. I was just, I was amazed by the light like a light of heaven flash so you know god saying i am the light of the world that he's showing up with a flash of light and then paul falling to the ground at that at that time he was known as saul falls to the ground hears the voice and he asked the question but this is interesting about the question he says who are you lord meaning that he knew he was experiencing something not of this world and then jesus saying i'm jesus the one you're persecuting and the thing that was, this struck me with that is that he said, the one you are persecuting, well, Paul was persecuting Jesus' followers. So essentially when uh, God's kids are being hurt, you're hurting him, you know? Which I thought that was, that was pretty wild. And then he said, now get up and go into the city. And you'll be told what you must do. They didn't have a long dialogue. It was just this moment Paul was transformed by this this presence of Jesus, and moved on. Um, so that was kind of what I observed from from that passage.
2: Yeah, Joe, it's very interesting because like sometimes when I'm I'm reading scripture, I try to put myself in there, and sometimes and I try to imagine what it was like for Paul. He definitely was not expecting any of this to happen. No, because you know I find it interesting that the 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 Bible tells us that it was suddenly a light flash from heaven. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, we, it, for us, it's like in that moment, Paul was already going with his mindset on one thing, but God had a different plan for him. And like this flash of light was so powerful, that encounter was so powerful that it knocked him to the ground. And it was, that's for me, it's like, whoa, that's how powerful an encounter with Jesus is. Like you said, it was a small little dialogue that they had, but it didn't go. That little dialogue ended up creating something unbelievable in one man. Yeah. Um, And yeah, it's sometimes God reveals himself in ways that in the moment we can't see why these things are happening to us. We find ourselves in these storms, but then we have to, you know, rely on the direction that god is doing because it's that direction that's going to lead us to our new identity that he's trying to give us
0: yeah and i I like that he said you will be told what you must do he didn't give him like the full plan the layout the play-by-play this is what's going to be happening no he just gave him the next step and pointed him in the right direction and i really really like that because god doesn't you know give it all away Um, that's where faith faith comes in Um, the other thing that is some people may or may not know is that paul wrote like more than half of the new testament which is incredible that there was this guy who was killing christians and yet he became one of the most influential disciples ever and wrote half the new testament and paul's letters are amazing uh, incredible um something that we're going to go into application right now and how this applies to my life personally I feel like Jesus will will confront you and his presence will transform you. And the mission that Paul was on, Jesus took that mission, flipped it around and used it for his glory. Like he saw potential in Paul to be a leader because he was leading just in the wrong way. And so for me, I think of any moments in my life where I'm choosing to do the wrong thing or I'm, I'm feeling down or how How can God, it's nothing that I, I'm experiencing is gonna be wasted for God. That he can use whatever I'm going through or facing and flip it for his glory. And Paul didn't know what was gonna happen. He didn't know he was gonna be shipwrecked. He didn't know where he was gonna travel to, but he listened to Jesus's command. Jesus didn't say, hey, I recommend uh, you go that way he said now get up which i really like that sometimes we just need to get up and god's going to say get up joe you know uh go into the city and he's pointing in the right direction and then you will be told what you must do so yeah. must is kind of pretty direct we we got to do it and sometimes we need somebody to just give us that nudge that boost get out there and do it and i felt that Jesus did that in a non-aggressive way. He could have been real upset, but instead he just said what he needed to say to move Paul forward into his calling. And sometimes I feel that I need to really be open to when Jesus is calling me out somewhere, something to really respond in obedience and just go.
2: Amen. You know, looking at this scripture, I'm thinking, you know, that encounter was so powerful that any encounter with Jesus can either go one or, or two ways. One of two ways. You know, you could either turn away and completely reject what Jesus is trying to give you. You know, Jesus, reject that and then find yourself in this endless loop of trying to find meaning. Of trying to finding find meaning outside of the source of truth itself. Or you could follow. You could follow the promptings that he's trying to give us and where he's leading us, which will lead to the fulfillment of all of our desires. Mm. Um, And you can really see that happening in the life of Paul here, because as you said, he wrote more than half of the New Testament. Mm. And that for me is just a sign that this is not one of those things where it's like, oh, I, I had a mountaintop experience, but now I don't know what to do with it. This encounter was so intense that this changed every aspect of his life yeah and for me application wise if i truly believe that i encounter jesus i have to allow him to take every little encounter i have with Him, whatever it may be whether i'm in adoration, and i go to mass whatever it is mm-hmm. take those little encounters and allow it to truly transform who i am inside yep. so that i can then go out and make disciples
0: so good it's so good yeah the whole the everything it's really important oh man and right. and just just a few moments just a few moments with jesus changed the course of his life forever and is inspiring us. absolutely shout out to paul we love you we love you saint paul he, He's killing the oh, game God, right love now paul. love paul all right well we're gonna go ahead and conclude with prayer uh the power of encounter um so let's begin the name of the father son holy spirit amen Lord God, your presence is something else. Lord, we just open up our minds and our hearts to you right now. Lord, help our unbelief. Lord, help us grow in faith, Lord. Lord, when we do things that hurt your children, that hurt other people, Lord, we ask that we can stop. And Lord, we pray for those who are persecuting you and persecuting people of faith, Lord. Lord, we pray for those that that don't know you. Um, we pray that they may have an encounter with you. We pray that we may be vehicles and vessels that are so willing and open to serve you, Lord, that when people see us, that they see you. Like, why Why is that person so nice, so kind, so compassionate? Well, it's it's Jesus. Lord, we just pray that we may continue to be obedient. We pray that we may follow your will, that when you say you must go, that we go. We pray for our families, our friends. We pray for those who are listening that maybe need direction, maybe need some inspiration, maybe need some healing, uh, maybe need a little boost, maybe that you can give them that nudge to step into that calling, Lord. We thank you for the opportunity to share in your word together, to pray together, um, and to discuss this this powerful moment of encounter um, that you had with Paul. And Lord, we just pray for your will to be done in our lives.
2: Lord, let us always seek to know you more. Uh, I pray for all of the intentions that we have promised people we would pray for. Yes. Pray for all the opportunities that you're presenting to all of us, that we may be able to see them, hear them, and follow exactly where your direction is leading us. Uh, Lord, bring us closer to your heart uh, and so that we may find comfort in you, and so that our hearts may also be converted as you converted the heart of Paul.
0: In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, brother. Well, that was Word of the Day, Acts 9, 3 through 6, Power of Encounter with Style Dantes, Mission Driven Podcast. Let's go. Today's Mission Driven interview is with a singer, songwriter, designer, producer, husband, and father. He's seriously the most creative and talented person I've ever met. And amidst his creative projects, including his new album, Valenciaga, he has a very powerful story of encounter with the Lord. He's been a dear friend of mine for over a decade and actually helps design all God swag apparel. Let's give a big mission-driven welcome to Rue, aka Shane Gelinas. Let's go. All right, man. Hey, buddy. Man. We're podcasting from Valencia. Yep. Your home studio. Yes, sir. Thanks so much for inviting me out. Hit me up. You like, hey, can we let's do record an episode? Like, let's do it tomorrow, 8 a.m. Yeah. Dad dad life. 8 a.m. <laughs> 8 a.m. on a Sunday. Here 9 a.m. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's
0: all good. Yeah. So music is such an important and big part of your life. Mm-hmm. I just want to just jump into Valenciaga. Yeah. Your your debut LP. Yep. Coming first, out. First LP with this project. Um,
3: it's uh, definitely the probably the most in-depth body of work. And I could say that I'm the most proud of these songs. Wow. Out of everything I've ever written. I've written probably over 500 songs in my life. You're constantly you know, creating. Constantly creating. But yeah. this body of work, it's just... I started out with doing uh, the demos here in this studio mm-hmm. and writing for it, mm-hmm. um, which is something that I, I always demo on my music, but it was originally with the singles that I put out before Valenciaga I was recording here mixing mastering and doing all, everything the production all in this room and it just kind of felt like it was lacking something yeah from the singles I was putting out and um I decided to go and work start working with uh our good friends yeah the boys from feels Charlie and Eric yeah um to bring that flavor and just that taste of something that I just felt yeah. like wasn't really there mm-hmm. um started working with them and and it's just come together incredibly. It's just beautiful. You know, just it's nice to have when you're sitting in in a room by yourself and you're not bouncing anything off of anybody. Totally. And, you yeah. know, it's just like you're you're with your own thoughts. All, yeah, exactly. It's all yeah. your ideas and no one else is telling you these are good or these are bad. Yeah. You know, what I mean, you're just kind of just rolling with everything and not that anything that I put out I'm not I'm not unhappy with any of it. I'm super happy with everything that I worked on, but now it just feels like it's a, it's it's all there. You know, all the elements are there. There's nothing missing.
0: It just feels good. It feels right and Yeah. Just really happy with it. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think about, you know, Jesus sending disciples out two by two. We were meant to be alone uh, on our our journey. And Mm -hmm. especially with creating, I too feel like once um, you've introduced me to everybody I've worked with when recording my album since you know, 2014 uh, with kingdom come. And yeah, I, I don't want to go back to just doing it by myself. I right. want to, Hey, would you think the sound? What about this line? You know, or just, you know, feels they'd have a certain zest mm-hmm. that they put on. Yeah. They, they, it's almost like they sprinkle the track with, you know, energy, excitement, and, and they hear things that you, we don't hear, you know? Yeah. It's, it's great. It's nice having someone who's got, you know, good taste in music and a good yeah. ear for things. Yeah. And even when you're
3: like, you know, singing something a certain way that maybe you thought was great. You're like you're like, like, yeah, yeah. You know, and they're like, don't do it that <laughs> yeah, way. That totally. sounds crazy. You totally. So I mean? totally. and it's good to be able to yeah. receive feedback. Yeah, it is. It's really nice like to that. yeah. It's nice to have someone who who you trust tell you that something,
0: you know, to try something a little bit different, bring mm-hmm. more ideas to the table, you know. Well, I love the the title. It, it stands out. Valenciaga. Yeah. Uh, combo of Valencia where we are right now, mm-hmm. where you live yep. and Valenciaga. Yes. So, dig it. And yeah. you know, fashion's big mm-hmm. with with both of us. Um so tell us a little bit about the sound of the record. How would you kind of define it?
3: Um I would say it is uh, it's definitely like alternative pop. It's really just short stories about things that are going on in my life or have gone on in my life. I speak everything that I that I write about is all from personal experience. Yeah. You know, I try not to make them super personal so it becomes, you know, relatable to people. But right. I think that's, you know, the the most important thing with music is music is how we stay connected to each other. I feel yeah, like, especially wow. in this time, um, in this generation, especially, you know, we can really speak to people through music and a lot of people deal with depression and anxiety and, You know, there's, there's so many things going on with this, with this younger generation, our generation too, um, of people who I don't feel like they talk with each other. We don't build these important relationships with people anymore. Yeah. You know, so it's like, you know, everything's social media, everything's on the phones. Yeah. No one is like having these like one-on-one conversations that really mean something that are super important. I'd say about 90% of the conversations that you have right now, when you talk to somebody, they're not really that interested in what you're saying. Mm. They want to talk about themselves or the conversation just not important. They don't even want to have it. Right. You know what I mean? So, so I they're think distracted that if while hundred percent, there's so much going on, yeah. you know, how do you, how do you build meaningful relationships with people? Um. So I think that, you know, being able to use music as a tool to be able to get through to people and talk to people and let them know, Hey, I've had this experience. I've been through things. There is an easier, softer way, or there is a light at the end of the tunnel. You know, what yeah. what I mean? keep pushing, keep going, yeah. you know, get through it. You know, there's other people who felt this way, you know, you're not, totally. you're not alone. Um, I think that is, you know, kind of where I stand, you know, with the music is like, I don't feel like I need to change the world through music, but if I can just change or speak to one person's heart and make them feel like they're not alone, then I've accomplished my, my goals
0: with music, you know, totally. Yeah. You know, something I have on my list every day: impact one person's life in a positive way.
3: That's it. Like man. if
0: we could do that every day, you know, that's mm-hmm. that's great. You know, inspire.
3: That's that's the most important thing, dude. Is if we keep inspiring, if we can inspire one person to do something great right. with their lives, yeah, then they'll inspire somebody else. I mean, and that that will change the world.
0: Totally. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so- I think what you were saying about social media and stuff, I just. Uh, you know, I have screen time. You can see how much screen time you spend on your phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just looked at it today and it was over three hours daily that I was on my, my screen time. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. Like imagine I spent three hours praying a day, you know, yeah. how what that would do. But I think of going back to basics of, yeah, unplugging from technology, knowing that you can set that aside and you can focus on you know if you're going on a date with your wife or if you're just playing with your son or whatever it's like or if you're just having a conversation with some friends like we don't need it but we have we we have to make the decision to do that and that's 100 that's where it becomes tough so speaking of decisions uh you have an incredible faith story Mm -hmm. of you know kind of making a decision to accept god into your life and people often ask me like joe you know, what was your encounter? They're so interested in how God has impacted all people, but they, I often get that question a lot. So yeah. when we were talking about what theme to do for the podcast. I thought the power of encounter yeah. would be an awesome theme. And I would love, love for you to share about your encounter. With yeah, Lord. definitely.
3: Um, I, uh, Like to like to tell people, you know, this this is like this is a lifetime journey. Yeah, this isn't like an overnight thing, right? You know, God doesn't want perfection from you; He wants your pursuit, one hundred percent. I love that. He wants to see the journey because, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna go up the mountain. We're gonna backslide. We're gonna go up the mountain. It's all progress. Everything, every backslide that we make, that is progress. Wow, because we're learning every time we do this. we say, oh, don't want to do that again you know, so when we climb, we take a different route. Right. You know what I mean? So it's all progress, even though it feels like we're backsliding, it's just all progress. It's all our pursuit. It's all our journey. As long as we're going up, yeah. you know, and we're and we're going towards, towards our God, like yeah. that is what's important to him. Totally. You know, he doesn't, we're not, we're never going to be perfect.
0: Yeah. We just got to go in the right direction. Exactly. Yeah.
3: Um. So, you know, this has been a long journey for me. I was baptized when I was like 13 years old. You know, I don't really remember when I was younger than that, really having any uh, like recollection of thinking about who God was or what it was or who Jesus was, anything like that. Like I just can't, I don't know. I don't remember too much about that thought process mm-hmm. um, beforehand. But after being baptized when I was 13, we were going to a church up in Porter Ranch. I felt the, you know, the, the love of God and it really cha- made an impact on my family, especially yeah. the, um, our family dynamic really changed once we became Christians. Okay. Um, but the personal relationship wasn't really there for me yet. Um, I had gone through, uh, a lot of drug abuse, um, a lot of alcohol abuse, made a lot of really bad decisions growing up. You know, I was kind of, my parents kind of just let me do whatever I wanted to do. And it was a good, I was, you know, I was doing really good in school, Yeah. you know, and they didn't, I don't think they really knew. They just said, you know, Shane's a good kid. We'll right. just, you know, no rules, no curfews. I was out with my friends all the time. I was homeschooling. Okay. So and you're a I, teenager this time. Yeah. That's- I was about 14, 15 years old. Okay. Um, all my friends were 18 and 19. Wow. Um, my best friend was actually my sister's ex-boyfriend and my Whoa. sister's older than I am. So that was like, he was my best friend. We became best friends after they broke up. Wow. And, um, you know, we just, we did whatever we wanted. We played music and we partied and, you know, I was living my, you know, 14, 15 year old life, like I was 17 and 18 years old. So mm-hmm. it was bad news, but I was keeping it cool. Cause at the time I was still acting, I was still doing my acting job. So, okay. you know, it was, it was kind of like, you know, Shane, My parents, the way my parents looked at it was, you know, Shane's doing his own thing, but he's, he's responsible. He's still doing school. Right. He's still doing his acting. He's making money. Yeah. You know, and they just let me do whatever I want. Wow. Yeah. But behind the scenes, I was, you know, I was in a lot of pain and I was hiding a lot. So I quit acting, really took on doing music full time. I dropped out of school in 10th grade. Okay. Because I just didn't see any point for it anymore. Wow. (laughs) Which is not good but it wasn't enforced. So I just, you know, just left. I was homeschooling at this city of angels where you go once a week for 10 minutes, turn in your work and get new work. And no one was grading my work. It was just, it was just mm. getting straight A's, mm. you know? So I was just like, this is pointless. I'm, I'm out of here. But anyways, so uh, I got heavily involved in the music thing. Um, and if you don't have a good foundation and you're trying to play music and you're trying to, and you're heavily involved in the music scene, it can get really ugly, really fast for you because wow. you get so caught up in all the things that are going on. It's exciting and there's drugs everywhere and yeah. everybody's partying it's and there's rush. girls. It's just yeah. a lot, you know, that sounds like so eighties, <laughs> so rock and roll eighties. <laughs> but that's, um, what, that's what happens. It, it's, I mean, it hasn't changed, but I uh, had a, I was, I think I was about 17 or 18 years old and I was parked in front of my mom's house and man, I was just, I was beat up. Life had beat me up really good. And I was just crying, sitting in my car and I pulled out my Bible, had my mom's Bible that she had given me in my backseat. I just pulled it out. And I said, I said a little prayer. I said, God, I need you to show me what you want me to do with my life. I really just, I need you to speak to me right now because mm. I don't know what to do. Yeah. At this point, I was just at the end of my rope. I just felt hopeless. Um, and I just closed my eyes and I flipped open the Bible and put my hand dead on the bo- uh, bold print of Psalm 57. And it says, I will sing and I will make music. Wow. I will praise you amongst the nations. And it blew me away. I know wow. that a lot of the Psalms have a lot about singing in them. Right. But I mean, but that was, that was my Psalm. And I know that God wanted me to read that because it was so blatant. Yeah. And he said, so I said, clear. what do you want me to do with my life? And yeah. it was right there. Sing and make music, bro. You know? And, um, but the thing is, is that there's a contingency there. It says, I'll sing and, I'm, I, and I will make music and I will praise you amongst the nations. Yep. You know what I mean? So there was like, this is what you, this is what I want you to do, but this is what you have to do. Right. You know? Um. So it was really powerful. That really spoke to me but like I said, that's not an overnight change. You know, it doesn't just happen and all of a sudden you're like, you know, freed from the bondage of of the life that you've been living and, you know, it takes over. I mean, this is, if you want to do God's work, this is work. Yeah. This is not something that's easily It's a journey. Done. It's, it's a journey, man. It's a, wow. it's a lot of work. So um, that was when I was 18. I'm uh, 31 now. And, you know, I've, you know, got been sober. I've gotten, you know, I started, started using again in that time. I got sober again, started using you know, I've been points where you know I'm I'm back in church and I'm serving and I'm yeah. singing to where I'm like I don't ever want to go to church again. Mm. I mean, it's a journey, man. You know, yeah. there's, there's ups and downs. You know yeah. what I mean? But it's like it's all about like you know I I'm a firm believer that you got to read your Bible. Yes, because that's where God speaks to us. Yes, you know. So if you don't, if you want to hear God talk to you, yeah, get in the Bible. <laughs> Seriously, it's right here. People it's speak. Like, it's there. Literally, speak right to you from these words. I mean, totally. this is this is a book for every generation. You know what I mean? Every if. At any time, a lot of people, you know, oh, it was written so long ago. How do I apply that to my life? If God is God, then God is all. He's all-knowing. Yes. That book is so relevant, even probably even more relevant today, because if you start reading through it, you're like, oh, that's where these things are happening right now in our generation. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of things in this book. Everything's in this book. Everything you need to know that you need to read about, you want to hear God speak to your heart is all there. And it also uh, deepens the connection that you have with It's Huge. You know, it's like, if you want to, if you want God to know you, I mean, God knows everything about us, but how are we ever supposed to know about God when his entire personality and his whole, his whole entire being is in, this is his, he breathed these words in that book. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if we really want to get to know our creator and have a personal relationship with him, that's, you know, that's all in that book.
0: Well, I always go back to the scripture passage. It says the word is alive and active. Yeah. And people don't realize that when you hold a Bible, it's actually alive. Like God's word is alive. So, uh, I want to jump into the creative process. Like I said, you're one of the most creative people I've ever met in my Mm -hmm. life. So let's just start with, uh, clothing design. So you've been, we met in 2011. Thanks Mm -hmm. to our good friend, Brett Fair. Yes, sir. Shout out Brett and young Brett. What up, beef. And so, um, you, you basically, I remember one of our first designs was the Who's Your Daddy t-shirt, yeah. Jesus is Lord, DJ Jesus. But what's your process in creating something? Because I know you're really, you're really quick and you're very direct in what you create. So what's that, that process look like for you?
3: Um, so to, for me to be able to create, um, I have to constantly be inspired. So I am always looking at uh, other clothing lines. I'm always reading through books. I have a bunch of design books inside from like the 1980s and 90s that just have like the coolest graphics and logos in them. Um, Me and my wife go to museums a lot, just constantly staying inspired. So that way, anytime that you, I mean, a lot of people will give me ideas, but you want to be able to add a flair to it. You don't just want to just design exactly what they want. people are hiring you for a specific service, a specific skill set that you have and style, Um, so you want to bring, especially if something's going out into the marketplace, you don't want something going up onto the shelves that you're not proud of. You know what I mean? That's your, you're putting your name on it. So everything that I do, I'm saying that as if this was mine, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I put a a piece of myself in every piece of art that I create for somebody. Love it. Um, so yeah, so I mean, I just, I don't know, man, I just, I try to stay as inspired as I possibly can so that way I can just constantly pump things out. And, you know, I mean, sometimes I just sit and look at things and I'm just like, I got to walk away. I got to step away. Yeah. You know, step away from it for a minute, go, you know, have some food, Mm -hmm. you know, watch a little bit of TV, some stranger things. Yeah. Get re-inspired and come back and sit down. And then when you look at it again, you're like, oh, this is actually really cool. Yeah. I actually like this, but you know, I just, I don't know. I don't, I really don't know where the, where I draw the, you know, the creation or the inspiration From all the time, you know, it's just, I just constantly, my brain's just constantly going. It's running at a a a million miles a a minute. It's literally a spiritual
0: gift. It has to be. Because I was reflecting back as a kid, I was creative too. I love drawing, love art, doing stuff. But I want to say when I encountered God, it's like he, he transformed the gift that I had and kind of put his seal on it so that I could create in the same space, but it had God's stamp of approval. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, do you feel like since encountering the Lord, you've grown in your creativity and you've matured in what you make? Big time. hundred um, percent. And that was a big thing before,
3: uh, before I had gotten super serious about it, I would just design stuff, just design stuff. Everything that I did, you know, looked different. It looked like it could have been designed by anybody or created by anybody. It wasn't even designed. Actually, I would say it was more of just like, um, compositing things for people, mm-hmm. you know, and now I consider myself a designer, yeah. you know, because I really, I put, I put my heart and soul in, in passion into every single thing that I make for somebody, Yeah, yeah you, do. you know? So, yeah, I think that that's definitely has to do with a lot about your spirituality too, is because, you know, you, if you feel like it's important, you do everything with intention, yep. you know, I I don't just, I, I mean, I turn jobs down because I'm just like, ah, eh, you know, I don't want to do that. Or someone's like, Hey man, can you put a big old pentagram on the front and upside down cross? I'm like, I don't do that. Sorry. Right. Man. You know, yeah, integrity. because I have morals, you know, totally. in integrity and in morals. And yep. I just, I would never want someone to be like, oh yeah, Shane designed that. Right. And they're like, isn't he a, a Christian guy? And yeah. you know, like that's weird. And you know, he's yeah. got, God is all tattooed across his neck yeah.
0: and he puts upside down cross on things to make money. Yeah. You know, i definitely wouldn't, I, that's just not what I do. Well, I know that we also, we started a design company together yeah. called divine in design Uh, And Divine Design, shout out, it's a Catholic design company that specializes in easy downloadable designs for schools, churches, and retreats. We've been creating for years Mm -hmm. and how like, you know, PowerPoints at at masses and youth ministry events and in the classroom that if we can bring that beauty and integrate God into that good design so that kids can like latch on and be like, Oh yes, I want to, I want to be invested even more in who God is because yeah. we live in such a visual world. Mm-hmm. We're just talking about Instagram, everything like that. Yeah. So um, that's, that's awesome. So I love the stuff that you've created for divine design. It's like the divine design is really super cool stuff. sick.
3: And that's another thing too, is like, you know, I, I, I misspoke when I said that we, you know, music is how we stay connected, but art is how we stay connected. Yeah. You know, firm believer that, you know, uh, life imitates art, art inspires people. So if there's kids learning in the classroom, there's this really dull, boring PowerPoint up on the screen, right? Something that's just not visually stimulating. Bad fonts. Yeah. Bad fonts. Oh, <laughs> don't get me started on bad fonts. fonts. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, like, you know, just has just something that just can just draw somebody in. Yeah. I mean, there you go. You got, the, you, go. you got the kids locked in and now they're interested in actually learning about what this, what this project's about. You yes. know what I mean? Love so it. So I think is yeah, I think that was, a. It was great. I mean, definitely a good idea on your part, man. Uh, <laughs> collaboration. Yeah. Come
0: Holy Spirit. Yeah, uh, divineanddesign.com. Feel free to check it out. Um, so, Shane, this is the mission driven podcast inspired by Jesus's mission for all of us go make disciples of all nations. But I believe he sends us on specific missions. So, what maybe specific mission do you feel like he might have you on right now? Um, right now, for sure, it is uh, take care of your family. That's mm-hmm. number one. Um,
3: so I know that I have to, but there's, there's definitely a, a process to this. So, yes. uh, number one is God, because yeah. if you don't got God, then you, you don't got love. You don't got patience, wow. none yep. of that stuff. God so, first. so God definitely has to be first. That has to be the foundation. Um, and I build my foundation from the ground up, okay. not from the top down. Got it. Um, so starting at the bottom, we have God, the yep. foundation, mm-hmm. and then I take care of my family. Yep. And then when I take care of my family, that makes mama happy. Mm-hmm. That makes baby happy. That yep. gives dad Creative time. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> so if I have the creative time, then that gives me my uh that gives Your that passion. gives my my fulfillment, my passion. Yeah. So um that's kind of like where uh my mission definitely starts at taking care of my family. But um what we talked about a little bit earlier is 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 inspiring people. Yes. And letting people know that there is uh, someone out there who who feels the same way that they do. Wow. They can connect with. So I I don't know, man. I did some I played guitar at uh this this uh retreat a few years back. And it was all for uh, high school kids. Okay. And it was one of the most powerful things that I've ever experienced in my life. It really blew my mind. Wow! Like, dude, I have been playing guitar for a long time, but I am self-taught and I've never learned chords or anything like that. I don't, yeah. if someone were like, play a G, I could probably figure out where it is, but I mean, I don't know how to read tabs. I don't how yeah. to read chord charts, anything like that. Yeah. Um. And uh, the pastor of this church asked me to come out and play. A couple of my friends were playing in the band. And they're all like really well-trained musicians. I'm all by ear. So I was like, all right, I'm going to do it, but I got to brush up. So I was like learning the chords this whole time, like for like a week before the the retreat. I'm like, just learned all the songs learned all the chords. I'm like, okay, I got this. I'm going to kill it. Yeah. So I would go out and play the singer. The people who were supposed to sing, canceled they had to get a new person so they changed the keys of all the songs no the day of the day of the, the first day we get there yeah and one of the kids came in from uh from the retreat and decided to uh crank my amp it's a tube amp crank my amp and turn it on and start playing through it while the while the the, the, tr- the inside of the um the church is closed and blew my amp no so it was a really bad start because i was like okay we're, we're moving all this stuff down a half a half a step Anyways, I faked playing the entire time we were there because okay. I had no idea what to do. Okay. And there was another guitar player, so I was like, all right, cool, I'm good. I'm just going to just strum the guitar up <laughs> yeah. on stage you and just play them the way yeah. that I was supposed to. Yeah. And I was also singing backup vocals okay. um, on the church songs. But why it was so powerful is because these kids, these young kids who, you know, who's, who don't seem like it on a daily basis were just pouring their hearts out to God. And I just wow. saw these kids crying and all wow. the pain in these little kids, and I'm like, Oh my gosh, these kids, like, they really, they really need to talk to somebody. They really need someone to hear them. You know, they're just crying out to God just with, I mean, dude, every kid in that room was crying. What were the ages? Uh, High school. So they were probably, you know, 15 to 13, to 18. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Wow. I haven't been to school in a really long time, so I don't know. Um, But yeah, probably around like 13 to 13 to 17, 18. But man, that just blew my mind. And, you know, I had a lot of these kids come up to me and afterwards and talk to me. And you know, I was the only person looking like the way that I do that was at that retreat. Yeah. And um a lot of these kids were just telling me, man, that's that's just so cool that you're that you that you're a believer and that you came out here to do this and you, that you came out here to play for us is wow. just, you know, and it, I was inspiring these young kids to say, Well, you know, it's okay to be like, you know, quote unquote cool and still love God. Right. You know, so that was for another sure. huge encounter that I had with God, mm. God showing me like dude, you, you need to be doing this. You know, wow. this is where you're meant to be right impact. now. It is. It's huge, a wow. huge impact. So inspiring one kid, you know, that kid could, you know, years later, grow, grow up to inspire somebody else, you yeah. know, from his experience. You know what I mean? Not, not that we're, that we have to impact somebody that much, but just planting the seed. You know, to where totally. you can just
0: shift their path a little bit. Yep. You know what I mean. I always say we're messengers, not yeah. messiahs. We leave the saving to Jesus. We just yep. want to bring people to Him and right. say, "Check this guy out. Yeah, amazing." Wow. Well, do you have a favorite uh, scripture story or Bible verse that that you like?
3: Yeah. Um, Luke twelve thirty two. Actually, it's, uh, if "You're not little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom." That's Coda's verse. You know, I I got it put on a ring for uh for for Eric actually, when I told Eric that he was a Coda's God, Godfather. Um, and uh, it's also up in his room on a, on a little neon marquee that he has in there. Um, but yeah, man, it just speaks to me because it's, it's us, it's God telling us that, um, not to be afraid and not to, not to be afraid to ask God to grant all of our desires. Yes. Of our heart to us because wow. he wants to give. it makes him happy to give us. Yes. It's, it gives him, it's his pleasure to give us all the things that we want to give us his kingdom. His kingdom yes. is the ultimate. Gift. Yes. Oh my God. You it know? Totally. So, you it. know, so it's just saying like everything, you know, ask, ask unto me, give all your burdens, all your, mm. all your pain unto me, because yep. it's God's good pleasure to, to give you the desires of your heart. I don't know. It's just amazing. And that's the way I feel about my son. So it's like, if I have that, you know, for my child, like imagine how much more God has that
0: feeling for oh, us. totally. Huge. Billion times you know? more. Yeah. So wild. Wow. Well, want to say thank you so much for coming on the mission driven podcast today. We got some rapid fire questions for you. Some fun, fun questions. I'm in. Uh, first uh, answer that comes to your mind. Here we go. Favorite flavor, ice cream. Uh, mint and chip. Favorite color. Gray. Musical artist you admire. Justin Timberlake. Yeah, me too. Favorite movie ever. All dogs go to heaven. <laughs> Fantastic. We both love Disney. What inspires you? Everything. Favorite TV show? Stranger Things. If you could have a superhero power, what would
3: it be? Uh, to jump really high. I like that. That'd be fun. Favorite fruit?
0: Blackberries. Life goal? Be a successful singer. God is? All. Love it, bro. Well, thanks so much, Rue, for coming yeah, on. It's been so great. Just want to give you an opportunity to plug uh, your Instagram, your music. So your Instagram is? At uh, Rue, R-O-U-X-X, official. Um, same thing for my Facebook, Twitter. All my social media is all the same. And uh, your music is available streaming worldwide. Yep. Let's go. And the yeah. new album, Balenciaga. Yeah, man. Drop in late August. Late August. Let's do it. Yeah, all right. Man. Well, let's conclude with prayer yes, in the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Um, if you want to start us off, then I'll, I'll go ahead and close it sure. off. Sure, uh, Father, I thank
3: you so much for this time together with Joe. Um, something that we don't get to do very often. I just pray that you uh, continue to bless our journeys and that you just fulfill us in all the ways that we desire to be fulfilled. Let your will be done for our hearts and um, in, in our lives and just bless all of the listeners today. Yes, bless Joe and our lives um, and uh, just continue to watch
0: over us. Yes, Lord. I would like to pray uh, for Shane, for his family, for his wife, Katie and Coda, his son, um, for his extended family. Lord, I pray that in thanksgiving for this this man who's a beacon of light, who is using the gifts and talents that you've given him at a a high level and serving you in a big way and that he wants to reflect you in all that he does. Lord, I'm so thankful for that. Lord, I pray for anybody out there who's who's seeking to encounter you, God who wants to know you more, who uh, wants to be pr- in your presence, who wants to encounter your peace, who really wants to be inspired by you. Lord, you have a mission for our lives. I ask that you make that very clear to anyone who's listening and to continue to encourage Shane and myself on our journeys and our mission to serve you. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yeah, man. <laughs> Mission-Driven Podcast with Rue. Let's go. Whoops. mission driven podcast with my boy Rue in the house. This is break it down. We're going to be talking about one of Rue's tracks, breaking it down a bit, and then actually do a a track that we did together called Mm -hmm. searching off the kingdom come album. Uh, so Rue, we talked about creative process. We talked about making art, but what's your songwriting process like? Because you write a lot of songs, you write songs for other people. Uh, how, how does the music come to you? Oh man, that's, that's a tough like, one. Like, do you, do you write out first? Do you play,
3: do you make a, the music first? I, uh, I honestly do not have a process. It's just, it's kind of all over the place. It's um, sometimes it starts with the music. Sometimes it starts with the vocal. A lot of the time it starts with the vocal. Mm-hmm. I'm constantly singing. I'm singing everywhere I go. I'm wow. always singing. Um, and you know, I always, do, I have like a million voice notes in my phone. Okay. So the way that I look at it is for when I'm writing something, if I sing something and I can remember it, and it comes back and I sing it again later, like an hour or two later or the next day, then I know that it's something that I want to pursue uh, yep. writing, you know, cause I know that it's stuck. is stuck in your head. You know? yeah. I think that, you know, um, I forget a, I have I've got so much going on that I, my brain just throws stuff out the window super fast. Yes. Um, so anything that sticks, you know, I'm like, okay, this is good. I'm going to, I'm going to pursue continue to write this. Sometimes I write lyrics first and then I end up uh, placing them to melody sometimes. Um, that's a rare occasion. It's okay. usually, I would say about 90% of the time starts with melody. And then I place,
0: uh, chords to them and build music around the vocal. Um, writing yeah. melody is hard. A lot of people, I I don't know how to do it. Sometimes I hear things, but like I have no musical training, but I feel like, you know, it's a, that's a real gift to be yeah. able to write melodies. Definitely. And I mean, that's what I think probably one of my
3: strongest writing, uh, writing skills is, is melody. Cause that's, that's what the first thing I usually start everything with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we can, we can play a little,
0: yeah. a little clip of, uh, one of my new singles. Yeah. So tell us, so, uh, Valenciaga, the debut LP coming yeah. out late August, mm-hmm. uh, this track you just released, it's called Tangerine. Mm-hmm. Tell us about the the chorus and what that means. Um, so I, uh, the song's about my
3: wife. Um, it's a relationship song, yeah. um, talking about how, uh, you know, the reason why it's called Tangerine is because relationships are bittersweet. Oh, um, that's the reason it. behind the name of the song. Love it. Um, you know, so it's, uh, it's just going back and forth. And the verse is talking about, um, you know, how you do certain things, I do certain things. And then in the chorus it says, but you can't tell me that life without you is better than nothing because I would rather have nothing, mm. you know, because she's that important to me. Wow. So I, If I couldn't have her in my life, I don't want anything in my life at all oh. you know, because she is second in my foundations, yeah. the things that I, that I have to have in my life. Yeah. Um,
0: so yeah, that's, that's the basis of that song. All right. So this is Tangerine off Valenciaga. Here we go.
4: I don't know what you want, i not, no. I don't know what I got till it's gone, till it's gone, but I know. You always run down so lonely, bro. I keep on chasing.
0: that track that is just that's fire like I, the, Thanks, the horns everything so who, who made that track uh that's uh feels feels made that track wow um
3: i brought them a a demo we scrapped the entire thing and they recreated uh, they created something for it that just mm. i mean just blew my mind i sit with them while they while they create and we just bounce stuff off each other and it's just like it's magic in the room when we're working together yeah, yeah. And, and insanely talented guys so yeah so they created the track for that um based around the
0: vocal that i had wow which is which is awesome yeah wow so great um and if we want to flash back to 20 around 2013 2014 yeah dude uh to uh bob Curtin's home studio Mm -hmm. in simi valley yeah and we were like hey let's do a track together Uh, i found this this instrumental and uh decided to call it searching so what do you remember about that that process for for that song i remember i think we were outside we were were sitting outside on that concrete bench yeah um
3: you had uh, shown me some of the verse lyrics that you had for it. Mm-hmm. and um, I just remember I think you were inside tracking your verses for that song, okay, and uh, I could hear it bleeding through the door, and I was listening to what you were saying. You had shown me your lyrics, and then it just, you know, it just came. you know just it just came. yeah, it just came. It was just I think I'm searching for you, Lord, help me find my way. Um, was probably one of the first things they had saying, yeah, you know, just
0: belted it out It was, yeah. you know, and it's and such it just, a declaration. It, yeah it's and it's something that everybody can relate to, especially we're talking about encounter today. yeah uh, we need to search, and our search can't stop. like once you find God, mm-hmm. continue to search to grow deeper in your faith. yeah, continue to search to be a better person, the pursuit, man. It's, it's a, it's an ongoing journey never I, ends. I once heard, um, this, this person was saying, well, your, your preaching's gotten so much better. How is that even possible? You were already so good. He's like, well, if I'm growing as a man of God, if I'm getting closer to God, if I'm getting better at loving God, then everything about me is going to get better. Amen and to that, dude. I thought that was amazing. That's huge. Yeah. So, uh, real excited. We get to play this track. It, this is Joe Melendras featuring Rue with searching. Here we go.
4: I'm searching for you, Lord. Help me find my way. Reveal my destiny. Show me I'm not alone. Take away my pain. Take every piece of me.
1: Heart racing, eyes closed, I'm holding on with my soul Been looking for you, my Lord, I guess I need to try more Searching and seeking from morning till evening I long for completion, oh Lord God, I mean it Yep, I just want to get it, understand this life I'm living What's my purpose, what's your vision, show me Lord, lead me in it Now I'm far from over, where I belong is where I'm going Let's roll them on, it's quite a journey But I
4: will continue searching I'm searching for you Lord, help me find my way Reveal my destiny, show me I'm not alone Take away my pain, take every piece of me I'm searching for you Lord, help me find my way Reveal my destiny Show me I'm not alone Take away my pain Take every piece of me before I
1: surrender I think of everything that led me to be centered the anger and the anxious left me to be selfish the problem was me and my ability to be selfless I only pray when I have to false ends of happiness I'm better off without you but still I'm not complete what's missing is about to change me maybe I'm bound to smile every day enjoy waking up alive when I pray because not me who made me who I am I'm divine and designed a part of God's plan so here I stand a brand new man shot to the Lord with everything I can yes I found my purpose it was Right here in this place
4: of worship I'm searching for your love Help me find my way Reveal my destiny Show me I'm not alone Take away my pain Take every piece of me I'm searching for your love Help me find my way Reveal my destiny Show me I'm not alone Take away my pain. Take every piece of
0: me. Well, that about does it. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Mission Driven Podcast. Hope you gained something from this episode. A special thank you to Rue for being our Mission Driven guest. Also, just wanted to let you know, he has released his debut LP, Balenciaga. I had the opportunity to go to his album release party in Hollywood, and it was amazing. Feel free to stream wherever you listen to music. Big up to style for word of the day, Acts 9, 3 through 6. If you like the songs you heard, Tangerine is featured on Rue's new album, Balenciaga, and Searching is featured on my album, Kingdom Come. Both are streaming worldwide. You know, if you like today's episode, please feel free to rate, share, comment, and even subscribe. It helps so much to get the word out. And if you have questions you want to submit, maybe you want a certain topic to be covered, please email me at joe at com, or you can go to joemalendras.com forward slash podcast. You can follow me on all social media at Joe Melendres. So until next time, God loves you and stay mission driven. Peace.